0: Hey, lawyers welcome to the podcast and today we have advocate vaidehi chatri oops sorry <laughs> advocate she is a lawyer yeah so lawyer vaidehi chatri who practices in corporate law sector so we'll be talking about corporate law lawyer life lawyer stories so let's start so vaidehi what actually inspired you or why did you take up corporate law after llb okay so
1: uh... When I started my LLB course, by the second year, I was quite sure that I was interested in corporate more than anything else. I think just as the field, it really attracts me and I feel very happy when I work in this particular field. So, uh, there is no specific reason why I chose corporate law, but I think it's just the inner calling that helps.
0: I mean, uh, there are many options when you start. Uh, You can choose into litigation, non-litigation. In litigation also, there are many options. In non-litigation also, there are many options. So, uh, skipping all other options and going into corporate law. So, was there anything specific you choose?
1: Yeah. Uh, So, first of all, uh, as you rightly said, that there are so many options, especially the litigation and non-litigation. So, I was very clear that when I start, I want to start with non-litigation into corporate. Because if you see uh, the corporate law field as such, it is very important for you to initially learn the non-litigation part. Because in corporate law, that is more important than the actual litigation. Because there are very uh, rare times when companies go into litigation, but the process before that is so vast and it is so important for the company's profit or loss and the overall functioning that non-litigation is very important. That is why in the beginning, I decided that I'm going to focus on non-litigation. And now that I am pretty comfortable in that, I am also thinking of starting the litigation part of it. But yes, I have attended court cases and the litigation under some very senior lawyers. That is another perk you get uh, when you are a corporate lawyer.
0: Okay. So, you know, uh, there are many people, including me, Previously, I was not clear about what corporate law includes and what is corporate law and all. So can you just give a brief about corporate law? Like what does yeah. it include?
1: Okay. So, uh, starting with what is corporate law? Corporate law is anything and everything that a company will require in its functioning, the legal process. Okay. So, uh, it includes right from the incorporation of the company whatever legal structure they require, as in which type of company do they want to form. Right from there, to the IPR, then the contracts, then the compliance part of the company. There are various company policies, this and that, overall functioning. Plus, then it also includes the negotiations, settlements, dispute resolutions and various formats. Then it includes legal advisory. When companies fall into some trouble, they uh, most of the times want such a dis- uh, uh, solution on it, where it is legal, it is uh, in the framework of legal, at the same time it is profit-making, at the same time it makes sure that the company does not spoil its relation with the other companies in the industry. So all these things are included in corporate law. If you want me to say, uh, tell you that who is fit for corporate law, then any person who has business skills along with legal skills is fit for corporate law.
0: Okay. So anything and everything regarding companies, startups, etc. Yeah, is, uh, like it towers into corporate law. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so are there any subjects uh, which you must focus more on in your law school if you want to like select corporate law after your college?
1: I think that company law is important, contract act is important, then IPR is very important. All these things are important. Apart from that, international law and business law, if you have any uh, subject as such or any certification available, then you should go for it because all these things are very highly required. Apart from this, uh, the regular uh, advisory part needs to be focused on for that internships are also a must.
0: So, you mentioned international law. Can you explain how is it connected to corporate law and why is it important?
1: Yeah, sure. So, uh, recently I've been uh, working on a lot of international uh, agreements, then uh, settlements, uh, dispute resolution and all of that. So, um, if we see that, uh, we know that in every country, the law and the procedure is a little different. But the basics are always the same. And uh, I have been uh, working on such contracts which are there, you know, in various which are getting executed between various countries. For example, India and USA, USA and Turkey, then, you know, all around the world. So you are sitting at one place and you are making documents which have to be executed around the world. At the same time, if there is any dispute, then you are sitting here and through video calls, you are having the meetings wherein you are coming to a point of settlement. So all these things happen and that is why international law is very much required.
0: Yeah, right. So uh, when you talk about companies, companies are not restricted to a particular geographical location like right. a nation or yeah. so. So that's why they have their uh, branches and like other subsidiaries throughout the world. And that's why it, like, they are working in different time zones and all. So that's why that. that interest right. and yeah. right. So uh, this one query, which many of the students have is like, uh, is CA or CS important if you want to get into corporate law along with LLP?
1: See, I will say that CA and CS is always important. It doesn't matter in which field of law you're going, but uh, uh, you have to be a CA or CS to enter into corporate law. If it is there, it is an add-on. So, it harms nobody. It is always recommended. But you won't suffer if you've not done that.
0: Yeah, means it is not a compulsion, but it's no. good if you have Yes. So, um in corporate law, are there any sub-feeds like, in uh, which you can specialize in?
1: Yeah, so... Um, in corporate law, if you want a specific specialization, then there are many subfields for that matter. So you can choose law as per the industry, because we know that there are so many industries. balance is finance, then uh, there is hospitality, then uh, there is this advertising and digital media. That is also a very growing and booming industry at present. Then uh, apart from that, there are, there are NBFCs and... Uh, there, are a, there is aviation and whatnot. So you can specialize yourself as per one particular industry. That way you can divide the subfields or you can just go like uh, somebody is very much uh, expert in contract drafting, somebody is expert in uh, dispute resolution. So that way also you can categorize. But somewhere I'll be very honest and I'll uh, tell you that all these things are linked. So it won't work if you just know one thing and you skip on other things. You need to have a combined knowledge. But yes, you can decide that extreme specialization is my So that is another thing.
0: If you start getting clients from a particular field only, then you'll automatically develop that yeah. expertise. So are there any uh, specific skills which you must develop? if you want to get into this
1: field. Yeah, there are many. Not just uh, a few, but there are many. So first is speaking skills. That is very much important. You need to uh, make yourself comfortable in talking to unknown people. And because in this particular field, the time you'll be talking to unknown people, that will be probably for some deal, which is worth uh, lakhs and crores of rupees. Okay, so There, you won't get really that time to warm up and gel up and talk. And then you always have to be on that balance. Where as a lawyer, you are formal enough. But as a person, you don't just cut that person off or make that person feel awkward. So you have to be friendly to a particular extent. And then again, you have to be strict to a particular extent. Because you are a lawyer, right?
0: Yeah. And that is... Most of us are not able to excel in or start like... I... I, right now I can talk to any stranger but previously it was not the case. Like We yes. hesitate a lot and we, we are more reluctant to approach any stranger or even if we have some work if there is any work related task we are quite reluctant to go there and talk to someone whom we don't know we are not comfortable
1: with. Right? You know I think that this is a process which develops over the period of time. So I am sitting right in front of you. I am a introvert person so it is very difficult for me on my personal level to you know uh, include too many people in my life but at the same time I have developed myself uh, putting in efforts in such a way that for work I can easily talk to anybody and you know there won't be a, a communication barrier and another most important thing which you need to have it in you if you want to become a corporate lawyer is you should not uh, uh, have that uh, boundary set up that you should be ready to learn any and everything. Because I'll tell you one more thing which people don't actually think about before entering into this field is that uh, they focus only on the law part. But see, if you are a corporate lawyer, every client's business you should understand. So unka business hai, their business model needs to be understood. What is their expectation? What is their vision? So everything needs to be considered. So you have to be on your toes and you have to be updated in every particular field to be a good corporate lawyer.
0: Yeah, but, uh, that is true. But I think that is true for every, uh, lawyer practicing in, in like any other, yeah. Field. Yeah. so, uh, is there any specific timing, kind of, when should you decide uh, to that you are going to, you know, step into corporate law after your LLB? Is there like, uh, if you, you have to decide it early or you can do it even after your final years and all?
1: See, it's best if you decide it by the time you finish, before you finish your second year of law. I mean, second year of LLB. If you are in BLS, then uh, maybe a uh, fourth year of your BLS LLB. So that is because then you can have your internships in line with that. And uh, if you have not decided till the time you have passed out, it's still okay. I think every person should give at least one year after they have passed out to explore things and to understand where they actually want to settle in. So I think it's fine. One or two years period after passing out is also okay. And the best thing would be uh, second year or second past year of your graduation.
0: Yeah, because uh, when you pass out and if you don't have any, like your CV doesn't show any internships in corporate law firms, then uh, usually corporate law firms or any individual practicing in corporate law will not consider you uh, to be hired, right?
1: yeah maybe i i am not sure about that because me personally so uh, before i started my uh, corporate lawyer as such of practice so before that i i have done internships under a criminal lawyer i have done internships under civil lawyer uh, i have even uh, done internship under a maritime lawyer so i have got those kind of experiences during my internship. But trust me, they helped me so much because I needed court exposure. So I went under a criminal lawyer. That is the best way, you know, when you learn the situation-based thinking of a lawyer, how it should be developed. Because criminally, there are 10,000 situations which happen. And there are various types of people, some people even that you can be scared of to talk to as a client. So uh, that exposure you get. Then in civil, you get to learn patience. That is very important. Even as a corporate lawyer or for that matter, any lawyer. So any type of internship is going to help. But internship owner uh, is very much important because it gives you, it it makes you stand out in the crowd. So that is what happened. I got my first job before uh, getting my uh, certificate of LLB. They knew that I have attempted my last exam and I'm waiting for the results in that time. So if I would have not passed out, I would have lost my job. But then I passed and that is why it continued. And then it went on to something that now today I'm sitting here and I have various clients in this field.
0: Yeah, so uh, that helps if you have done internships. So you said, you stand out of the crowd? I see that even if you don't have any internships, even then you stand out of the crowd, but then you are completely alone. <laughs> like, no one will consider you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: yeah uh, Somewhere fate also plays a role. Okay. So who is yeah. interviewing you? If that person is able to understand the positives in you, then maybe you stand a chance. So that is why we work on, you know, uh, developing our skills, because we cannot rely on that particular thing, right?
0: Right, right. And one thing I heard was, huh, you told that you interned under a maritime lawyer. So can you just in a sentence, uh, tell us about what it is and what uh, matters do such lawyers deal with?
1: No, uh, see, I won't be able to tell you in detail because that was my first internship. So uh, that time, you know, more of the research work. And I used to observe that how my senior lawyer, she talks to her clients and how does she deal with them. And uh, maritime law, I can just say one thing that it is very strict and it has some really uh, set up boundaries. And there are rules which are so tough that if you go against those rules, there are very high uh, consequences when it comes to maritime so that is one thing which I learned. Of course, in detail I could not because that was my first internship, and you know how first internships are, right?
0: So I think uh, they may be dealing with all the uh, cargos and all the shipments and yeah. all the carry. Yeah. I think legalities yeah. regarding yeah. that, yeah. And uh, because I know that in Indian Navy also there are legal officers, but that is a uh, you have to clear the exam and all, then then you.
1: In Navy, in Army, everywhere, there are position for, positions for lawyers.
0: So
1: yeah. So that is another thing. If somebody is interested, then that person should definitely think
0: of it. Yeah, I mean, uh, one is interested in legal things and also interested to join the armed forces, then yeah. one must consider Okay, a lot of people watch suits and then they many people decide to join law. So uh, for them... Uh, can you just make a distinction about what is corporate law like non-litigation side and corporate litigation what's the difference and yeah what's that
1: so uh, there is a vast difference in litigation side and in non-litigation side because when you talk about litigation side uh, when companies go into litigation it can be of any nature it can be a NCLT case, it can be a civil case, it can even be a criminal case at times. So uh, litigation has a very wide scope when it comes to corporate. Because uh, companies will you know have only one type of uh, dispute which will go into litigation. So every other court is applicable when it comes to disputes because it's a simple thing. If you are you belong to a particular industry... So uh, say for example, you are in the hospitality industry and then your business has some troubles and there is a dispute, you go to the court. Now if uh, somebody has come, walked into your hotel and does, has done some kind of a mischief or offence which is criminal in nature, then it will be a criminal litigation. So litigation will cover all areas of litigation and non-litigation, is uh, where you are centered at one place and then you have to manage everything sitting there. So, lot of coordination, hands-on uh, thinking and reflexes matter a lot. And initially, I would say, or forget about initially, otherwise also, time nahi not hai. So, there is no fixed time when you are in okay? So, aisa nahi hai ki it's hai uh, like it's 10 to 8, 10 to 9, no. As a lawyer, you need to be there.
0: Yeah. Like doctor, <laughs> even lawyers yeah. have similar yeah. role.
1: Yeah. And people will remember you only when they are in trouble.
0: <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, when you're talking about this 9 to 5 or 9 to 8, whatever. So people have this set thing in mind that uh, litigation is full of struggle and there's a lot of things and all. And non-litigation is fine. You get good uh, money and it's quite better than litigation. But uh, that's not the case, right? So every every profession has its own challenges. So can you tell me something about that?
1: Yeah. So if any person will ever join non-litigation thinking that it will be easier, then that person is going to get the biggest disappointment of their life. Because one thing about have realized So I have uh, worked under senior uh, counsels who are famous in the litigation part as well as I have uh, worked under some uh, senior counsels who are famous in their non-litigation part. And trust me, what I have learned from all of them is every field has its own challenges and it it requires the same level of dedication to make a mark there. So, nobody can say ki non-litigation is easy or litigation is easy. It's just the ego that talks when people say that are non-litigation kyu kar raha hai ya litigation? Kyu kar so, that is a different thing, but trust me, both of them are very difficult. So, wherever hai, want ki payari ho to jao. When the law is not the field, if you don't want to struggle, then it's not the place
0: for you. Yeah, but uh, that's the case with every field. Like- you have to struggle initially everywhere whenever, whenever if you, you
1: want to make a mark then you need
0: yeah. To do whatever yeah something. yeah but one thing is there that uh, regarding paychecks regarding salary that is one very much like uh, differentiating factor in litigation and knowledge right
1: yeah but even in non litigation for that matter so uh, if you are on a payroll of a company like as an employee in their legal department then your salary is secure. But again, there is a fixed salary and not a fixed or type of work. Then, you may have to do a lot of work in limited salary. So, stability is a drawback. Aata hai. At the same time, if you are having your own practice and you have companies as your client, even though if you are doing the non-litigation part, then again, it works just like litigation. Any other law firm client aayega paisa aayega client so as simple as that
0: right so uh, you are practicing from how from how many years are you practicing i guess 3
1: uh, so uh, before i passed out i did 2 years of my internship and then after i passed out i think it's more than 3 years
0: so uh, there are, there may be many Uh, sources like news websites or something like that where you may be updating yourself regarding corporate law and stuff so can you suggest some websites or blogs anything to our viewers Uh,
1: for corporate law i can not really suggest any website because in, in india there is so much gap when it comes to corporate law and news related to corporate law So for me, uh, to keep myself updated, what I do is, I follow all the legal-related blogs or any articles that I come across, not just that, whatever news we have, so I follow that also. LinkedIn is a very good source. If you want to, as a corporate lawyer, if you want some uh, knowledge, then LinkedIn is a very good source because uh, countries other than India, they are more aware of the corporate law as a field and uh, they have more articles or more information on their websites or anything when it comes to corporate law. So that is one thing. Other thing which I like is the government website. So uh, as I told you that IPR is a very important part when it comes to the uh, corporate law. So uh, IP India is the website that is the government website for filing of trademarks and patents and all of those things. So if you explore that website, you will get knowledge regarding IPR better than any other course or any other textbook. So if you want to keep yourself updated, the best thing that I have learned for corporate law is to explore. And government is doing a really good job in that. Trust me on that.
0: Yeah, and the websites which you mentioned, Uh, are really important like the government website because you will get the information directly from the authentic source and the second thing is LinkedIn so LinkedIn is uh, very important for all professionals especially lawyers. and nowadays like from few months or a year I have seen that LinkedIn has grown a lot and lawyers a lot of lawyers have become active and many lawyers are really posting really good content so that is a must for you you must uh grow your LinkedIn profile and follow some really cool people who are uh, posting good stuff. And um, so for if you want to specialize uh, for say in corporate law or any other field, then start following those pages or those lawyers who are practicing in that field. So you will automatically get update, updated. So, with that um,
1: i like to add here that on LinkedIn, there are various groups. So you can request to be a part of that group, which will be corporate law specific. So all the corporate lawyers over the world will be in that group and they will be posting various uh, doubts, various queries on which uh, other lawyers will be answering them. And if you actually read that, it, it gives you more practical knowledge than just the textual knowledge. And it helps yeah. a lot. Yeah,
0: tactical knowledge only really helps the most. <laughs> than <Yes>. the <laughs> <knowledge>. <laughs> so uh, we would like to hear some of your story. So. If you like, you know, and most of our viewers know that we have a playlist on our YouTube channel named Lawyer Stories. So we yeah. make videos on lawyers, young lawyers specifically, uh, come and share one of their stories, any incident uh, which they want to share, uh, from which we all can learn as well as get kind of entertained. <laughs> because we, it's more relatable. So what's Hi. the one story you want to share with us?
1: Actually, see, it's very difficult for me to share one story. Because uh, the kind of job I have done so far, it involved a lot of traveling all over India. So in every state, there is a story for me. But uh, to share here, uh, I want to share one story which will have a lot of learning in it. So um, this was uh, in my initial stages in my first job. So when I started working in a company, the first group, that I was working for. So uh, I was very new, just passed out, and my first job, and all those things. So um, we were told that I, I had one senior about me uh, in the legal department, and we were told that uh, there was some dispute in the Goa factory, and uh, it was very urgent, and so you will have to go there and resolve it along with the management. So then this is another very good thing of being a corporate lawyer. You get to work directly with the management. So you can see the real thing happening on the table. Uh, so I I was told that uh, you'll also have to accompany and all that. So I said, okay, we were told that we have to go for two days. Okay, in two days, this whatever dispute you resolve, you come back. So naturally, see, I am a person when I go to travel. If you tell me I have to travel for two days, I'm going to carry luggage only for two days. So I'm not that kind of person who will pack up extra things when you travel. So I took normal uh, two days for clothes and everything. And I mean, so after we went there, then we realized that this thing is much bigger than what we thought. Because it was a uh, alcohol factory, alcohol brewery, which had a dispute and uh, it was worth some 34 crores. So it was a big thing. So now here uh, our mandate was that till the time this this just uh, does not resolve, uh, you cannot come back. So you have to get your work done and come back. I went there for two days and I ended up staying there twenty four days. And trust me, it was so painful because I I had only two or three pairs of clothes, which I alternate which were formal. This one was a part of that wardrobe which I carried. So, I, I, I Do
0: you purposely wear
1: this today? Uh, uh, I don't know, actually, not purposely, but it helps. Okay. So, uh, I have to reuse it, reuse it every time. And the biggest pain is that you go to a location like Goa and you stay there for 24 days and you hmm. don't get time chance to go on beach even for one single time. And you are continuously. Uh, going to various offices, government offices there, to the factory there, to the court in Goa. But, so I have seen uh, Goa's district court, Goa's high court and attended the matters there and everything. But I could not go on the beach. And then ultimately, very sad, and you come back. And there, the work, when you travel for work, it's pathetic. Because I remember in my initial days, my work would start at 8am in the morning, because now I'm travelling. So, I am working under senior lawyers, who are famous there for litigation. So, unke time, ke se I have to adjust. Morning, 8 hoga and my work would end by the time it's 2am, 2 2.30am at night. Hai. So, that long work and all 24 days just working, working, working. Because there is no Saturday Saturday. So, you have to without any holiday. So my first six months, I do my was that company had such important issues that I could not get one single holiday, and I was working all the time, all the time. So this is my story of the twenty-four days, and my entire time, my first two years have been like that. I'll get a call; there is some emergency. I have to run, and it will be in the any in any corner of this country. And you just have to go. Sometimes there are people along with you. Sometimes you are alone. So you really have to pick up that courage and do those things. When I traveled, I, I, I am a very protected child, okay? So before I got this exposure, I had never traveled alone. I had never stayed alone at night at some unknown location. So there was so much that I was, I was thrown on just like that and I had to pick it up. But then I knew that I'm going to give my all in this and I gave it. It was very difficult, but it was very rewarding. Also.
0: So it was not only, uh, your a learning experience in terms of a lawyer, but also as a person in your post, pers- personally, you grew, uh, you learned a lot. Uh,
1: I became independent in true sense for us, you know, Uh, We call independence as uh, when we call independence, we consider only the financial independence. We don't understand how many other factors we are dependent on in life. So, I became independent with respect to my clothes, with respect to my things, with respect to people accompanying me. I was on my own. Then, even uh, when it comes to your security, you just know that you have to stand up for yourself. You don't know if anybody else will be around to take care of you. So all these things, and I also learned one more thing, that we think that the world is bad, there are bad people in the world, but trust me, there are more good people in the world, which we don't get to know because of the media. You actually travel, you go there, you see so many new people and so many good people.
0: Right, right, right. Regarding stories, this one thing is there, but (laughs) with your story, it's like, when you are discussing any Goa plans or your friends are discussing that or any memories from Goa and you will be like, no, please change the topic. <laughs> okay. I have been to Goa. But I, have, I haven't been any. So if you ask, uh, anyone asks you, where did you go in Goa? So you will be like, your friends will be like, this beach, North Goa, South Goa, this, this, that. And you will be like, okay, Goa district court, Goa high court <laughs> and office. I have faced this so much. My
1: friends are how can you not go on a beach? You were there for 24 days. And even after that, okay. so Goa became like my second home because till the time that dispute was on, co- hearings ke, I had to run, I had to attend, all that. And so so Rogers, Goa, I So not just Goa, I've been to so many places and every place it has been like that. Because by the time my work would end and, mujhe free time tha and I, I would have to rush back to airport because the timing of flights is better. So no chance of roaming. The only good thing whenever anybody asks me, will ask me about Goa, friendship. So I ask them, which trip are you referring to? Then I can talk about it because otherwise I just I can talk about the excise office of Goa, the police commissioner's office of Goa, then the district court, the high court, and lawyers' office and all those things. Stationary ka and all that I can tell you.
0: Ste- Steady shop also. That that is
1: interesting. No, because you're on your own. You yeah, don't yeah, right, have right. to go Print out, take it, take it. You out, have to You have to manage everything. Yeah,
0: true. That is really something. Really, really good experience. Uh, and thank you for sharing the story with us. And thank you for joining us today. Hey bidding lawyers. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you liked it. Do check out our YouTube channel and other social media pages. Links are in the description below. Thank you.